Hello, you're listening to the C to Z of movies. My name's Colin. I'm the C. With me is Zijan the Z. Happy bonfire night, Zijan. Happy bonfire night, Colin. Did you see any fireworks? I've heard lots of fireworks. Um, yeah, there's some in the background right now. So if you guys hear any fireworks, that's... Yeah, it's because it's the 5th of November that we're doing the recording. Um, we should explain to our multinational audience. Um, <laughs> bon- bonfire night is a British thing where we celebrate the fact that someone once tried to kill up the, uh, to blow up Parliament. I wish, you know, there's a holiday for every time someone tries to do something. <laughs> you know? That would be good, wouldn't it? Yeah. Celebrating every single day of the year. Yeah. Instead of, like, the first manned flight across the Atlantic, the first person to try it. <laughs> Just Yeah, exactly. We should celebrate that. Um, in fact, you must have been on your uh, your British citizenship test. Was it on the... Who Guy Fawkes was? Is that in there? I'm pretty sure he was, and I'm pretty certain I knew what king was on the throne when he was... Uh, which king? Doing his which, whole thing. Which king yeah. was it? I can't remember. It, it had a number after it. Oh, very good. <laughs> <laughs> was it a George? I bet it's a George. There are like six of them. Uh, there are a lot of Georges, but I'm pretty sure it's a James. Um, and I'm ah. going to say James the first. Uh, if I'm wrong, let us know at CDZ of Movies on Twitter. <laughs> Uh, or cdzmovies at gmail.com um, we are not going to talk more about bonfires I don't think but we are going to talk about the uh, the latest Marvel film Thor Ragnarok uh, we have we're going to talk about the, the films of Julia Roberts you may have heard of her we have a quiz on The Princess Bride and much much, much more, more. Uh, as ever we start with news Zijan do you have any movie news yep so Zachary Levi Zachary Levi or possibly Levy Oh, I'm not yeah, sure. or, or Levy, I don't know. No, no one knows. But anyway, Zachary, yes, who, who is best known for playing the title role Chuck in the wonderful TV series Chuck. It's good fun. Yeah, uh, landed the lead role of Shazam. He has in the DC Cinematic Universe in the film about the app that tells you what song you're listening to. Ah, uh, yes, that too. That one. Yes. <laughs> Did, did I make that honestly quite bad joke on the podcast before? I feel I have. I feel that's like yeah, the second time I've made that joke. I can cut it off, Colin, if you want me to. <laughs> no, it's still funny. It's still good. <laughs> leave it <laughs> Leave it in. Um, yes, he's, he's Shazam. So Shazam, or Billy Baxter, is a boy who turns into a grown man when he says the when word he, Shazam. And uh, the grown man is a superhero, is he not? Basically, yeah. It's like Big, the film. Okay. I suppose it is a bit like Big. Or... 13 going on 30. Mm, all those films. Which is, anyway, an, uh, which is an underrated film, if you ask me. <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed it. <laughs> it's, it's great. Yeah, uh, I, and I co-stars Mark Ruffalo, who's, who uh, co-stars in Thor Ragnarok as well, just to tie it all together. So does Zachary Levi, or Levy. Very true, very true. Wow. He plays One of the Warriors 3. He does. In Thor Ragnarok. Um and so it's one of the few actors who stars in both the Marvel Cinematic Universe and the DC Cinematic if, Universe. In fact, is he, is he the only one? I can't... Possibly, actually. I can't think... So obviously you've got, um, you've got a few people who are kind of in Sony, like the... the um, what's his name? J. Jonah Jameson. J.K. Yes. Simmons is going to be in both. But that, that wasn't the our Marvel Universe, was it? That was just Spider-Man. Hmm, yes. Maybe he is the only one. That's, mm. that's quite a claim to fame. Probably Bill... Yeah, good. Good for him. I like him, though, so... I saw, yeah, he's, yeah, and he, uh, you know, like sometimes you have these films coming out and you've got like in, interviews and Scott, Scott Johansson's trying to pretend that she used to read comics and that kind of stuff and no one believes her. Yes. Zachary Levi definitely used to read comics. I, de- <laughs> <laughs> I definitely believe that. He's because he gets a lot of, lot of geek stuff. He runs kind of a, 
Geeks something Geeks Squad? Something like that. Yeah. Um, so he's all over the stuff. He does need to buff up a little bit, though, I think. Yeah, he, well, he put it on, on, on Instagram a picture that someone had mocked up of him as the character and said something like, uh, I'm going to be in the gym for the next six months. So yeah, but being an actor, you get a trainer to help you do this kind of things, whereas we normal folk will just have to plot through. Yes. Unless anyone yeah. wants to pay for trainers for us. Actually, yeah, even Dan Collins. Actually, that sounds horrible. <laughs> it does. <laughs> Let's not do that. Uh, and apparently Shazam is Captain Marvel, but a different Captain Marvel or something. Yeah, he used to be called Captain Marvel, but obviously um, it makes more sense for Marvel to have a Captain Marvel. Yes. <laughs> so they changed his name to Shazam. And besides, he keeps using the, saying the word Shazam anyway when he transforms into... Uh. Smart. Yeah, okay. It makes more sense. It's a bit like Super Ted. Um, yeah. Did you know that each letter of Shazam represents a different god that he has the power of? I did not know that. So, for example, Z is, stands for Zeus, so he has the power of Zeus. Okay. He has the wisdom of Solomon, which is the S. Okay. Well known god, uh, Solomon. Yep. Yeah, well known god. <laughs> I know there's the speed of Mercury, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. And the A is, I can't remember. Aries? Yeah, but he each of the letters stand for a different god. Well, that's, that's how he got that's his That's worked out very nicely for him, though. <laughs> I know, how convenient. Okay. Uh, and apparently Mark Strong is in talks to be the uh, the villain, uh, I've I've heard, on in the Shazam. grapevine. In Shazam. Yeah, yeah. No. Which, uh, yeah, Mark Strong is always good. Quite often villainous. <laughs> so, he's also one of the... He's a Slytherin, isn't he? Yes. He's also one of the villains in... Um, in Stardust, which we might talk about later, maybe. When you when you compare the prin- <laughs> the Princess Bride with it, exactly right. Um, you may or may not have seen Lethal Weapon, Lethal Weapon Two, Lethal Weapon Three, Lethal Weapon Four. You are correct. <laughs> are you excited by the fact that Lethal Weapon Five may well be on the way? Is this the one with Stallone? Uh, no, it's uh, Mel Gibson and um, like I'm pausing while I'm thinking whether it's Danny or Donald. It's Danny Glover. Um, yeah, so the I don't know if this is definitive, right? But the, the uh, it's been a long time since the last one, but uh, could could be in the works. Weirdly, in the first film, uh, Danny Glover's character says that this is a family podcast, so I'll say he was too old for this stuff. Um, he's now like thirty years older. He, surely he should be in a retirement home. This is a anyway. Richard Donner might be might well be directing it. Uh, I think yep. apparently he did the previous ones. He's now eighty seven. So, the, wow. so they better get a move on. He directed the original Superman. That's how, uh, how way back he goes. Wow, jeez. So there you go. I so wouldn't surprise. Are you looking forward to it. Well, I've only ever seen the first League of the Weapon, and to be honest, I wasn't excited by it. So, um, <laughs> so maybe not. Then. So I probably won't bother. But I just think it's uh, it's it's amusing that they're trying. It wouldn't surprise me if this doesn't happen. <laughs> what else um, you got? Ben Mendelsohn. Yes. Uh, is to play the villain in Captain Marvel. Is that uh, is that definitive? Yeah, currently, or is it, yes. Or is it, is it one of our fake C to Z C to Z no, exclusives? Well, from my sources, <laughs> from my from my most trustworthy sources. Oh yeah. Uh, yes. I've currently apparently, and this is the Marvel Captain Marvel. Yes. Not the, okay. Not the Shazam Captain yeah. Marvel. Because I've got I've got that written here, but I've got the word rumored written down. So clearly, I'm I'm a little bit more cautious. Really. A little bit more cautious about this one, but um. No, well, anyway, you seem confident. You seem very confident. I'm, you know, me and you know, like Wonder Woman. I caught it ages ago. Yeah, yeah, well ahead of the crowds. Yeah, um, 
Well, you keep stealing all my news items. <laughs> what? Well, I can't get that. Ben Mendelsohn's another guy who's quite often villainous, isn't he? Obviously, in uh, latest, well, in um, Rogue One, he was villainous. Yes, and he's going to play the antagonist in Ready Player One as well. Oh, really? Right, yeah. feature. And he's going to be the sheriff of Nottingham in the uh, an upcoming Robin Hood. Oh, I did. Many upcoming Rock uh, Robin Hoods. There you go, typecast. Poor guy. At least Mark Strong got to be a good guy in Kingsman for a bit. Well, it's like, what's his name? Is it Adam Driver? Yes. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. He looks like that. Fair enough. He's a Slytherin. He's, he's also Slytherin, but Slytherins can be good. Um, you know that Hugh Hefner biopic you were looking forward to? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That one. <laughs> uh, it's been, it's been, the one I was looking so forward to. Yep. Yeah. I think your exact words were, I'm looking forward to that Hugh Hefner biopic. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's been shelved. It's not happening. It's gone. Um, Why? Well, so we've not really talked much about the uh, the, the spate of um, uh, accusations and allegations and and downright bad stuff happening in Hollywood, and that's, we probably shouldn't dwell on it. But um, but the reason this one's been shelved is because Brett Ratner was going to direct it. Ah, okay, yeah, makes uh, sense now. So uh, and yeah, let's move let's move, move on to on. fun stuff. But quite amusing because uh, previously announced that Jared Leto was going to star. And now he's like, no, I never signed up for that. Don't know anything about it. Not me. So uh, there you go. They're trying to distance themselves. <laughs> exactly right. Awkward. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really scraping the news barrel off, guys. <laughs> well, speaking of trying to distance themselves. Oh, yes. Quentin Tarantino. Okay. Is pressing ahead with his ninth movie. Okay. Which is supposedly based on the real life story of the Manson family murders. Huh. Hmm. Didn't we just have yeah. a film about the Manson family murders? I, yeah, I have no idea. It starred the um, the girl from uh, uh, from Agents of Shield, either Fitz or Simmons. I don't think it did very well. <laughs> Simmons. Simmons. Yeah, I saw some trailers for it, and I think um, I think it got horrendous reviews, and no one saw it. But uh, there you go. Yeah. Uh, so a role has been re- written for his usual suspects, so Leo. And there's some parts being earmarked for Brad Pitt and Samuel L. Jackson as well. Okay. Did you know that Quentin Tarantino is? Um, said that he only wanted to do 10 films and 10 films alone. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, not more than that. Okay. So this is his, this is upcoming one. It's going to be his nine films. So two more left to go. Is this like well, Do- Doctor Who re- regenerations though? Because he was only supposed to regenerate like 12 times or 13 times or something. And uh, hmm. he just decided, no, I'm going to do another one. Uh, I, but, I can't say. If there's any man that I would want to to uh, to take the, the Manson murders with, you know, with subtlety and and uh, good spirit, good spirit—that's not a phrase I'm looking for. Uh, sense sensitivity is the word I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. Tarantino is not the man I would choose. <laughs> <laughs> he, he is a bit in your face. Speaking of films, I'm not going to see. Um, <laughs> <laughs> apparently, Ace Ventura might be getting a reboot. Is Jim Carrey coming back though? I don't think so. They're starting fresh. Jim Carrey, there's um so Jim, Jim Carrey. Whenever you see him in interview stuff, has gone a little bit crazy. Um, his his thing now is just just to say that nobody exists and nothing exists and he isn't really there. Oh, he he says this in quite a few interviews now. But there's a thing on Netflix coming out later this month, I think, um, which is kind of behind the scenes footage of when he played uh, Andy Kaufman in Man in the Moon. Okay. And apparently he was just as annoying back then. Um, so really? So he kind of he stays like deep in character and refuses to come on set sometimes and. Like causes big scenes. And uh, I do like Jim Carrey though. He's great with physical humor, physical comedy. Well, he was. Hmm, uh, that's true. I don't think he's done anything good for quite a long time, to be honest. But, uh, I did like the first Ace Ventura though. 
I still remember seeing that when I was very young. Yeah, that that was his his big big debut. Really, well, it's, I don't know if it's his first yeah. film, but it's only his, his his big uh, calling card. So I, I don't think I've seen Ace Ventura two, but I suspect it's not very good. Hmm. Who knows? Uh, anyway, well, the reboot. Mark it in your calendars for maybe happening sometime. <laughs> <laughs> what else? Um, so up next, uh, I think Disney is finishing announcing the entire cast for The Lion King. Yes, I saw that. And Beyonce, the Queen Bee. Okay. Is going to be in it. The Queen Bee. Okay. Yep, fine. Yep. <laughs> Playing Nala. Most people will be more excited about this, Colin. About Beyonce playing a, a character in like, yay, wow, Beyonce. I loved exactly. her. I loved her in Austin Powers Three. <laughs> <laughs> she was in Dreamgirls as well. Remember? Was she? Yes. Cool. That was good. Fair enough. It may have been Austin Powers Two. Now I come to think of it. Anyway, um, yeah. And no, I saw the whole, uh, John Oliver's. In it. I think John Oliver, Oliver was already announced, wasn't he? But I uh, saw he was in it. Yes. Um, so the entire cast is there, which is yeah. Looking forward to this. It's John Farrell anyway. So I like the Jungle Book. Oh uh, yeah. And The Lion King's a great film. Yeah, exactly. I, I saw it for my 10th uh, birthday, if I remember rightly. Good times. Um, I really didn't have much news this week, so I'm happy to move on, unless you have anything else. Uh, nothing major, except that uh, our Lucasfilm boss, Kathleen Kennedy, has confirmed that there's at least another decade of Star Wars movies to come. Excellent. A decade, Colin. Excellent. Ten years oh, is, Star oh, no. Wars films. Oh, it's a decade, ten years. This changes everything. Ah, oh, so why they're scraping the barrel now, Colin? It's upwards and onwards and upwards. It's um, is it really well. The apparently the uh, is it next? We obviously we got uh, we've got uh, the Last Jedi coming up in next month. We've got um, the Solo film, which is apparently next May. Although I'm sure they're going to they must bump back to December. They've bumped all the rest of them back to December. They keep pretty much all the Star Wars films. They've said it's going to be in May, and then they've bunched, bunched into December. Yeah, well, I've enjoyed the the, uh, the two they've made since they came back, as it were. Mm. Ten years, Colin. <laughs> Ten years worth of podcast between you and James Lee. Yes. If you're listening, James, and I'm confident you're not, <laughs> I've texted you about doing our next Star Wars episode. Re- reply to me. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Yeah, please, James, because I'm on holiday then. Colin can I can't, need someone can't to do myself. To, uh, yeah. If James doesn't get back to me, I might be trawling our bank of listeners for people who know Star Wars. <laughs> right, uh, we move on to our next segment, uh, to C or Not to Z, uh, where we talk about films we've seen recently and whether we should see them or should not Z them. Um, have you seen a film lately, Zijan? No. Excellent. Another, <laughs> another successful segment. <laughs> well, I wanted to watch... Murder on the Orient Express. Okay. Which I'm pretty sure you have. Yes. But... <laughs> <laughs> well, don't worry. I'm more dedicated than you, clearly. And uh, <laughs> I have seen Murder on the Express. And it's a shame, actually, we didn't um, we didn't manage to fit it into a, a full episode. Cause I've got a we lot... were planning to, though. We were, but it came in the middle of Thor Ragnarok and Justice League. I know, which is a shame. So, and Maybe we should kick Justice League out and put Paddington 2 in as well. Paddington 2, let's do it. To replace Justice League. Um, maybe. <laughs> Why? We, we can if you want. Okay, Colin, based on both films, Paddington 2 and the Justice League, yes. which of their prequels did you like more? 
Um, I liked Paddington much more than I liked Batman v Superman. Yeah. yeah. So? And it features Hugh Grant, who is something of a Twitter buddy of mine. Um, we've, we've, we've tweeted back and forth. I may have mentioned it. Uh, anyway... <laughs> We can we can talk about that later. Um, I have seen Murder on Express. It would have been nice to spend much longer talking about it, um, but I will be brief. Uh, so I, I, I used to love Agatha Christie. I, I haven't read any for a while, but when I was a teenager, I kind of read pretty much nothing else. Um, this Murder on Express was the first Agatha Christie I read. In fact, um, same. No, actually, no, that's not true. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, my first uh, book that I read from Agatha Christie was, and then there were none. Oh, that's the best. In my view, um, so this this is a. I think this is a good film. Um, I kind of just have a a list of nitpicking things. I won't go through all of them. Okay, um, but will you spoil it for me, dog? Uh, I may want to watch it. I, I won't do any spoilers. Um, I just okay. I say if you know the book and you know the character, I think there'll be things that annoy you. Um, okay, is, certainly I was annoyed. Even things like, and I've mentioned this before on the podcast, the fact His he's mustache. got yeah, the fact it's grey. Whereas in the book, they very clearly say he never let it go grey. He always dyed it black. And I think, well, it's a small thing that isn't going to annoy anyone unless they know this character pretty well. But but that, I found that quite annoying. There's, there's, it's it's odd that there's so many um, so many bits of detection in the book that got missed out of the film. And, and I get really? that they, they have to they have to kind of they can't put everything in. They need to make it a bit more streamlined, I guess. But quite often I come out of films thinking that could have done with losing twenty minutes long. Whereas this is a very rare thing where I came out and said oh, I wish I wish that I'd been about twenty minutes longer because it'd be interesting for people who haven't read the book or haven't seen a previous film watching this whether it will make any sense because there's quite a few places where he seems basically just to be guessing. Whereas kind of having read the book, I know well there was that thing that he figured out or that that, that bit of evidence. Ah, uh, so it's like making weird. Inductions, yeah, inductions, and, and sometimes people just confess things out of the blue just to make it uh. easier. So, so that's a bit frustrating. Um, there's a this isn't really a spoiler, but there's kind of a, a weird bit where he keeps um, he talks about his his lost love, Catherine, and keeps looking at a black and white photo of her and saying, Ah, oh, my Catherine, I will try and solve this, my Catherine. I don't remember that at all in the book. That's because it's not in the book. Um, <laughs> uh, it, and it doesn't go anywhere. I was kind of thinking, well, that's really weird. I don't like it. But if it pays off, fair enough. And then, that, that, no, it doesn't pay off at all. It's crazy. Because he didn't have any kind of, well, apart from Countess Sphere Rosikoff, there weren't really any romantic entanglements. So adding that to the character and then going nowhere with it, I just thought, what a strange decision. Um, so, yeah, I enjoyed it. I think it, it looks really good. The cast is strong. But? But... I kind of maybe four or five times in the film just went, what are you doing? What are you doing? Uh, so do you prefer the first film then? Yeah. So I think the, the, uh, the I think it was in 1974 something like that, Albert Finney. Uh, I prefer that one, yeah. And in fact, the David Suchet version um, is also very good. I'd recommend checking that one out and plays quite well on his uh, on his feelings of, of, of guilt and things. But, um, and, in fact, the, and there's also an Alfred Molina version which is made for TV which is not so good. You can miss that one out. Well, that's a shame. There you go. So if you watch three different versions of Medellin Express, those are the three you should watch. Um, yeah, I say, I, I, I didn't I didn't hate it by any means. I just thought it was... Well, I think the Times described it as bafflingly erratic, and uh, I wouldn't go that far, but there, there were missed opportunities. Um, and just, uh. and I, yeah, I don't know. As I said, I don't want to talk about it too much, but... Whenever you adapt a book, people who love that book will say, "Oh, you missed this out. You missed this out." And a lot of the time, I think, "Well, yeah, it makes sense because a film is not a book, and, and it needs to do different things." But yeah, the things they miss out, and the things they put in, there's kind of maybe two or three half-hearted action scenes in this thing. You think, "Well, this is Poirot is not an action character by any means." So, 
Yeah. I was, I'd heard it wasn't fantastic, so I guess I went in with relatively level expectations. And oh well, well maybe I wouldn't see it after all. Maybe I'll just reread the book again. I love. Yeah, the book. I mean, so I think, like, I think people will probably enjoy it, but you won't, you won't get blown away by it. Mm. Okay, Paddington Two is then. Paddington Two. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm not sure I'm going to watch Paddington Two in the cinema, to be honest. But um, what? <laughs> Fine. <laughs> maybe I will. We'll see. Uh, one film I have seen in the cinema, look at this great segue, uh, is Thor Ragnarok. Uh, we will talk about it. First, we will talk non-spoilers. We will talk spoilers. Yes. As we always do. Um, briefly, those of you, John, what, what's the general idea? What goes on? What is Thor? What is Ragnarok? What, what is Thor? Oh, jeez, this is going to be difficult for me because I have a difficulty pronouncing the word uh, TH. Okay. <laughs> Quite a bit. <laughs> Uh, when I first came here, and I was po- it was pointed out to me, uh, by Mark Burley. Oh yes. My THs sound like a T. Yes. <laughs> he he made it a point to try and correct that for me. This is why you've been but calling me. Sure you've been calling me Colin Thomas all these years. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> so this is not going to sound like Thor three. Thor three. <laughs> this is going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Scrap the review. We're just gonna we're just gonna try and learn how to say the name of the thing. Thor three. Okay. Very good. Very good. Nailed thank it. you. Thank you. So Thor follows the story of our much. <laughs> Stop laughing. It's not that bad, is it? It's it's very good. Very good. <laughs> uh, it continues the story of um, Thor. Yes. Who is part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe? He disappeared from the universe. Since which film was it? He wasn't in Civil War. No, Age of Ultron was his last appearance. Yeah, so that was a long time ago, and I mean it was. Uh, it feels like a long time ago. It was two years ago, but it feels like a very long time ago. <laughs> it yeah. does. It's, it does. It's, well, the gist of this film, and I wouldn't be spoiling it because it's mostly in the trailers anyway. Yeah, is that um, he's trying to prevent Ragnarok. Yes, which is the destruction of Asgard, which is where. He lives because he is a Norse god. Yes. And that's where all Norse gods live. Um, and Hela, who is the goddess of death, is the main antagonist yep. in this film. And part uh, right at the beginning of the film, you can see Thor um, and his brother. Well, Thor, he'll, he'll meet his brother Loki. Yep. They lost against Hela and then they got secluded to... Uh, planet where they had to battle where he had to battle gladiator style yes under jeff goldblum yes yes playing the grandmaster yeah yep. yep and i think that's the basic we can probably it. reveal because it's definitely in all the trailers and posters that uh, among the people he battles is the hulk uh, yes, who is also found his way out there um yes Directed by uh, Taika Waititi, who you might know from uh, What We Do in the Shadows and Hunt for the Wilder People. He's a New Zealander. Um, and it plays very much as a comedy, doesn't it, the film? It is. It felt a lot like Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. Yeah. More, certainly more like that than, um, than an Avengers film, yeah. And the previous Thor films as well. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. I thought that this was my favourite film out of the three okay. look at all the THs in that sentence Colin. Yeah. <laughs> congratulations thought that this yeah. Thor 
three. I am. I cannot compare with that kind of th work. <laughs> <laughs> it's remarkable stuff. Um, yeah, I thought this was the best of the three. Okay, so I kind of I was really looking forward to this. Um, I, mm. I loved Hunt for the World of People. Uh, I I like Thor, like Hulk. Um, this was getting great reviews. Um, I. I didn't love it as much as I thought I was going to or wanted to. And I think the main reason is... Natalie Portman? <laughs> no, that's, that's a reason. But um, the, the main reason is uh, the comedy, I think he's very funny. I just don't think this is the right arena for that, to take a character mm. that's already had two well, it's like two f- solo films and a major part in two other films and just suddenly change everything. Yeah, I agree with that. Though. It, it does, there's a huge jar in tone, reality. Yeah, and I think it, it felt weird because I, I was sitting there thinking, oh, that is kind of funny, but it's not Thor. Um, yes, and I, I do agree. Yeah, so if they'd start off with a new character, like, so Guardians, the, as you said, that that was played for laughs a lot of the time, but that was that's who they were, that's how it started off. I think if they, if say, if Taika Waititi had been given the Ant-Man gig and mm. he started off Ant-Man like this, because Ant-Man, was, they played a lot of jokes, but... It, it wasn't as funny as this, but they kind of played jokes. I think if he started off thinking, okay, that's who Ant-Man is, that's a comedy, that's great. Uh, whereas taking this, that yeah, Kenneth Branagh, director of Madonna Express, in fact, um, had, had he directed the first Thor and kind of laid all the groundwork and who these characters were, it just felt odd to see not only Thor, but basically every, well, almost every character with cracking jokes. Cracking jokes and a very specific style of humor, which is kind of. Have you seen Hunt for the World of People? No. no, it's you should. It's really good, but um, it was a very similar kind of humor to that. And in fact, a few of the characters from it, outside a few of the actors from it, appeared in this as well. Um, and I say same director, and it seems to his very much his style that he's imposed on this universe or on this section of it. Uh, but yeah, Loki, Thor, uh, Hela, Valkyrie. Yeah. Valkyrie less so, but but still to a certain extent. Uh, she does have good gags, though. Yeah, I, th- I felt she she was a bit more distinctive, but. Mm. Actually, I don't watch Made in Chelsea, but Thor reminded me of Made in Chelsea characters. Uh, what really? Kind of the really posh voice in the, um, and just which I, I realised uh, some people yeah. would regard as hypocrisy. Um, and, and at times I've been I've been watching Celebrity Hunted, which has got a Made in Chelsea guy in it, and uh, he reminded me of him. Okay. There you go. Wow. <laughs> Oh wow! See, not that, that, not not many podcast reviews will both bring in pronunciation and celebrity hunted. So this is. Uh... <laughs> no, um, I I know where you're coming from, um, and I do agree with you because um, you 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 can feel it. And I did spend the first half of the film thinking, you know, this is not a Thor film. This is like a Guardians of the Galaxy yeah. film put onto a Thor film. And I I think the only reason why I think I prefer this over the three Thor films is that I think out of the series that Marvel had produced I think Thor is by far the weakest see it's weird because I've, I've heard of people say that Thor was my favourite of the of the pre-Avengers films um, so Avengers oh, okay so um, not not by much maybe, but um, but yeah I think of, of yeah Iron Man Iron Man 2 Captain America Thor which are the ones we had before Avengers uh, and I guess Incredible Hulk um, yeah Thor was my favourite I thought I had and well you know me my, my appreciation of romantic subplots Sejan um, yes so. I do so uh, I, I very much enjoyed the, that. The whole world knows that, Colin. <laughs> I love romantic stuff. We'll, we'll talk more about that in spoilers. Um, yeah, um, Thor 2 was a very weak film, though. Again, I, I know a lot of people said that. I I, I said I thought it was fairly average, but I didn't think it was any mm. worse than 
But suddenly, I'd, Iron Man 2? Suddenly, I'd say it was better than Iron Man 2. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I, I kind of put it on a, on a level with an Ant-Man or a Doctor Strange or something like that. It's not it's not terrible, Great. It's, but it's... it's Yeah, it's good enough. Um, this... I mean, it's weird, because I, 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 we've said before, they, Marvel should push the road out, should try new things, should go new directions. And so I was kind of thinking, okay, well, I'm really glad they've gone for it. I just wish that just, they'd maybe done it in a different way but or a different film. And it's a shame because Chris Hemsworth, I think, is really funny. I think he's a very funny I, actor. And, I think so, yeah. too. I think he is a very good comedic actor. Mm. I've not seen him in Ghostbusters, the reboot. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. But I heard he's very hung- very funny in that Very hunky, well. was it? <laughs> that as well, though. Difficult to disagree with. Um, <laughs> yeah, and because and, it got me thinking, well, what's going to happen next time we see Thor? Like, when he turns up Infinity War, is, this, is he going to be this guy now? He's kind of making these, uh, these jokes all the time. He's going to banter with uh, Star Lord. Yeah, and in fact, they. I don't know if you've seen the uh, the leaked Infinity War trailer, um, but uh, he does seem to be hooking up with Guardians of the Galaxy uh, quite a lot in that trailer. So maybe that's mm. the direction they're taking. Um, Shall we talk the rest of the cast? So I think yes. Uh, have a, so we talked a bit about um, Tessa Thompson, who plays Valkyrie. Yeah, I thought she was really good. I, 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 was I thought a, she was really good too. Yeah, I, I was a fan of hers from Creed. I thought she was fantastic in that film. So I was, oh, she was in Creed. Hmm. She, she was, I was wondering where she was from. Yeah, she was so familiar. So when when it, when it was announced, I was really pleased with that because I think she's great there and, and great accent, by the way. Um, because she's she's uh, I think she's from New York. She's something American at least. So mm. very impressive accent yeah. work. Apparently, she had an accent coach to sound like she has left as Guardian for a while, so kept some of the nuances, but not all of it. Okay. Mm. Well, they nailed it. Top work. Uh, so yeah, she, she's apparently turning up in Infinity War as well, so that's that's good news. I like her character. I think she make a better foil for Floyd. Is it foil? Foil for foil. Foil. Foil yep. for Thor than um, Jane Foster did. Um. Are you gonna argue? I'm gonna <laughs> so. It's probably not spoilers to say that Jane Foster's not in this film because we we knew that going nope. in. Um, Natalie Portman doesn't want to do it anymore, so I think again, they broke I, up I, apparently I th- in the film. Well, that's the thing. So, and this annoyed me a bit because, so I say, my, my my appreciation of romantic subplots, but, but the romantic subplot was barely a subplot in the th- first story. It? it was pretty much the plot. That, that was it, unlike unlike any of the other, or more than any of the other Marvel films. I think that was the center of it. Yes, that's why he decided to stay on Earth. Yeah, I mean that's how Thor two ended was was kind of them reuniting, and it mm. kind of gets thrown away in half a, a line where they just say, "Well, oh, I'm sorry she broke up with you," and "Oh no, I broke up with her," and that's it. Yep. No more reference. No more mention. And and that was a shame. I can see why they did it, but it's it's a shame just to sue that under the carpet and just say, "Well, that's not a thing anymore." Um, but I mean, what else can you do? I, I did wonder whether they persuaded Natalie Portman to come back for a five-minute cameo or something, but um, it, w- it would have been out of place, I think. Yeah. Oh, well. That's a shame. Yeah. But yeah, no, I, th- I don't know whether they're going to play up um, the romantic side of Tess Thompson and, and Tessa Thompson and Thor. I'm going to go for half ca- <laughs> half actor names, half character names. Valkyrie and Thor. The Thorns. Um, we shall see. But yeah, she, she, I thought um, great addition to the uh, the MCU. Uh, Mark Ruffalo yeah solid very dependable always good Uh, Mm -hmm. and in fact he more than anyone I think delivered the lines not more than anyone but more than some delivered the lines in such a way that didn't just feel like it was a Taika Waititi film (laughs) yes Um, because he's got his own thing going on and yeah he's he's not he's he's not in it as much as Thor obviously it's a Thor film but yeah 
Uh, it's solid. It's Mark Ruffalo. You can't go wrong. Can't go he wrong. needs an Oscar soon, though. He does. When's he going to get... I'm trying to think what he's got coming up. I don't, th- I don't think he's got any Oscar bait uh, in mm. the pipeline. One day. Three nominations. Uh, Tom Hiddleston as Loki? Uh, yeah. Good I think that was a bit too much of him. I could do it okay. less of Tom Hiddleston. Yeah. I, I can understand why you know he's in that because he's probably the best villain of the MCU. Well, he yet. is, isn't he? Yeah, which doesn't say yeah. much for the MCU villain. I mean, he, and he is great, but I think there aren't really any <laughs> MCU villains of note other than him uh, and I guess Thanos coming up. But yeah, he was good. again. I think he played it for for last. I'm sure he's told to uh, a bit more than he has in previous ones, but he's always. There's, there's nothing new from him in this one, really, is there? No, it's, no. It's basically the same character. Like, Loki does the same thing yeah. in every other film. And I suspect he's not going to be a... I don't know if... I assume he's in Infinity War. I don't know, but... um, he, Well, we we know what happened in the end. No spoilers, but... Yeah. But there's, he's not going to be the centerpiece like he was in the first Avengers uh, I, ever again, I would, I would have thought. Mm, um, I hope not, though, because it's time to give another villain... Yeah. More airtime, really. Speaking of villains, Kate Blanchett. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I mean, in the the whole roster of MCEU villains. Yes. I mean, she's not the worst. No. <laughs> there you go. Well, on Kate Blanchett, you did better than Christopher Eccleston, um, who, who, who was the <laughs> uh, villain in Thor two. Uh, yeah. I again, she was one where I I thought she was maybe playing the same notes that that Thor was or that. Um, uh, like it was, it was kind of the same kind of jokes, the same kind of kind of throwaway gags and impatience, whatever else. So, I must admit, w- when she was on screen, I I, th- I thought she was good, but when when she was on screen, her bits of the storyline bored me. Um, yeah, because I I, I love the the bits where we had Thor and Hulk going at each other, and we had um, yeah, we were seeing Chris Hemsworth, we were seeing Mark Ruffalo uh, do that thing. When we, when they cut back to Asgard and, and Hela. I just thought I could get on with it. You're, you're <laughs> taking over Asgard, we get it. Um, that's, I don't even say spoilers like that. Maybe I do. I don't know. Mm. I think that's probably obvious from the, from the character name. Well, uh, well, I thought she 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 felt dangerous. She was uh, a good adversary for Thor, you know, because he's a god and all that. So you need someone of yeah. that level to, you know, fight against. She she did feel like she mm. could pose a threat, but mm. at the beginning, but obviously. After focusing a lot on Thor in the middle, you just kind of lose that sense of what villainy, dangerousness. Is that a word? Uh, danger. About I think it's probably the danger. Thing. Yeah, about her. You know, it just yeah, well, disappeared. Yeah, no, I don't know what you mean by her being more powerful. Uh, and she, yeah, you're right. She and she's a she's a great actress. So it's uh, you kind of she did well with the material she had because mm. she didn't have much to build a character. But, um, yeah, like I say, it's not her fault, I think, that, that I was bored in her scenes. It's just that <laughs> there wasn't much she was doing compared to other stuff. Uh, Jeff yeah. Goldblum was good fun. Oh, I love him. Yeah. Oh, I love him. He was great. He, he was very, very good. He was, he, I, yeah. Oh, he was so funny. Like, I mean, he was playing yeah. He was playing Jeff Goldblum, in fairness. But, um, <laughs> he was, wasn't he? <laughs> but yeah, I think they, they used him really well. I think that was one of the best uses of character. I, I loved the... Um, actually, I'll, 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 I'll spoil it, actually. But... Uh, Yes, never boring when Jeff Goldblum's on 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 screen. Um, Did you know that his character, the Grandmaster, is actually the brother of the Collector? So I've heard. Yeah, yeah, which they didn't play on in the film, but maybe they'll come back to. It. I don't know. Yeah, well, he was he was funny. He was like a weird Willy Wonka. <laughs> 
Yep. Uh, Sir Anthony Hopkins is back. Yeah, very briefly. Very briefly. Um, I wonder how much they're paying him for this. Uh, my least favourite character of the film, who I think should have been cut, Carl Urban, as <laughs> Scourge uh, the Executioner or something yeah. like that. What was the point of him? Uh, <laughs> he, he was just introduced to have a redeeming arc, I guess-ish. Spoilers, but to be honest, who cares? Um, yeah, I know he wasn't a great character. It's nothing again. Nothing wrong with actually. Well, something's wrong with his performance. I think. I think he tried to. He played it too broad. I think even for a comedy film like this, um, he was hemming up a lot. Yeah, but his character did nothing that he should have been removed in a in a, in a script. I agree. Update, I think. I can kind of see why they needed someone there, but, but didn't need to to see what happened, what goes on with yeah. Hella, I guess, but. But, I think I think you, what you should what world write. would Hella need him? Yeah, you should be able to write around that without because yes. yeah, she is the goddess of death. Why would you need just some some lucky with a sword? Um, yeah, for some random reason, like makes no sense. Uh, yeah, so uh, sorry, Carl. Um, so so yeah, so I talked about we talked about the uh, the, the battles on. Sakar wasn't it the name of the planet? Uh, yep. Well, because it's like like a gladiator kind of yeah. world where people like to see big dudes fighting each other. Yes, and whilst it doesn't maybe it, it doesn't take too much uh, a- analysis, um, <laughs> it's just fun seeing them punch each other. But it was yeah. I loved that fight. It was it was a good length as well. Kind of thing. I think a lot of people complaining about Batman v Superman. There wasn't enough Batman v Superman. Um, mm. We got a good. Well, they didn't. It's one of those things, right? Why, why, why does what ifs? What if you know yeah. Thor and who will win between Thor yeah. and Hulk? Which, in fairness, they already kind of did that in First Avengers, but um, yeah, very they, briefly. Yeah, they did it again, and yeah, that was. Fun. I mean, the the Hulk. You kind of got to play him for comedy sometimes, haven't you? Because he's a big green monster hitting things. <laughs> so, mm. um, it's difficult to take that too seriously. Uh, yes. Yeah, so, so I maybe we can come to other stuff in spoilers, but um. As I say, I, I kept thinking as well. Actually, Edgar Wright must be really wishing they'd let him do his own thing because <laughs> they seemed that they were. It felt this was the first time, apart from Guardians, that they really let a direct loose. Say, right, do what you want, go crazy. Mm. Uh, and I'm sure they didn't let him just say do what you want because they had all those kinds of things they need set up. But it, it was more in someone's style than any film, apart from Guardians, that we've seen. I think. And so I'm thinking, well, if Edgar Wright had been, if if Edgar Wright was lined up to do Ant Man now, I think they would let him do it, do it his own way rather than as they did firing him. Yeah, um, they probably would. Oh well, shame. So overall, good, bad, indifferent. Yeah, I, I thought it was good. I think you know you'll enjoy it if you like the other Marvel films. It's weird, actually. I because I, I got a friend who really loved this film, and I. And I I, I almost feel you enjoy it more if you don't if you're not a big Marvel fan. <laughs> I think if you don't really care who these characters are or where they're going, you come to this yeah. fresh and think, yeah, it's very very funny. If you've, you've never seen Thor before, I yes. think it's a great performance. If you have seen Thor before, you're like, well, w- what's going on here? <laughs> so uh, I almost think Marvel fans might be less in armor, but I'm not sure. Disappoints. I think I say I still enjoyed it. I'd still like to see it again. Uh, I still, I think it's a step up in Thor two. I think I still probably prefer Thor one. Mm, uh, I agree. I think out of the Marvel films this year, I think I, I may prefer this over Guardians of the Galaxy two as well. Really? Because I, 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 don't d- know. I definitely prefer it to Spider Man. I definitely prefer it to Spider Man. Um, for sure. Yeah, this and Guardians. 
I think I think I think I probably agree. I think maybe I kind of I think I maybe just um, yeah rank this one just above. But, um, maybe it's because it's more recent anyway. Yeah, <laughs> recency bias. Yes, uh, and I say I think I mean I'm I'm looking forward to Infinity War, but it'd be interesting to see what they do whether they kind of revert everyone to yeah because they they can't play the Guardians uh, straight. They're going to have to be joking there. So maybe if they throw Thor with in with in with them for a lot of it, that will make sense. Maybe that's where he got his sense of humor from. Maybe, or time travel. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, so, I, so, so I just the thing I was going to say for spoilers is that I think it gets less jokey as it goes. I, either it gets less jokey or I just get more used to it. I don't know. Um, but yeah, the, I think I enjoyed the second half more. It didn't, mm. didn't stand as much. But yeah, let's go spoilers. Spoilers, 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 spoilers. Spoilers. Can you guess, Zijan, my favorite part of this film? Tell me. It's the bit when Black Widow appeared on the video screen. Um, and Oh, because of to develop the less the, the love interest point again. Yes. Of course. I'm a big fan. I should have guessed this. You should have guessed this. Um I I know the hashtag Brutasha uh, storyline. That's Bruce and Natasha for those of you who <laughs> don't use hashtags. Or the incredibly um Obscure? No, that's not incredibly. Fairly obscure um, element there, but uh, a lot of people didn't like that in Age of Ultron. But I thought it was fantastic. I'm a big fan of of Black Widow and and, and Hulk's uh, relationship. Uh, both great actors. So uh, we have this bit in the film where, so the Hulk's been the Hulk for two years, mm. uh, and he's not changing back. And then, I think accidentally, uh, they play a video message from the from indeed the same video message from Age of Ultron, where um, Natasha Black Widow is saying, "We need you." Bruce mm. and that's what caused them to come back so I, I, I'm glad that that storyline is still going on I don't know where they're going to take it in Infinity War but I'm glad to see who that who knows they'll meet um, she apparently has uh, blonde hair then as well right she does Big, yeah maybe, that, maybe that'll break him up Sorry. everyone's going to change physically in uh, the Infinity Wars like uh, Captain America will have a beard yes mm. I oh it looks so different I, I assumed it was because uh, she was undercover or something rather than she just decided to dye her hair blonde but who knows oh okay Oh well. Who knows? Thor will only have one eye. That was uh, yeah. From this, just to um, be like his father. Yeah, I, I thought so. This um, not the first time, but probably the most obvious time where the trailers actually showed a shot that wasn't that was, that was changed from what was in the film. So you remember in the trailers that bit of of uh, Hela saying, "I'm the goddess of death. What are you, the god of again?" And he comes down covered in lightning. Mm. They in the trailer they. Uh, well, they had him with two eyes, and in the film, that, oh, he's got his eyes missing. So uh, clearly, they didn't want to give away that, so they actually changed the shot, which I think is quite sneaky. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense, though. And it's not that difficult to make one eye, both eyes glow with yeah, lightning. That's true. <laughs> but, and, and there's another shot in the trailer where kind of all four, so Hulk, uh, Valkyrie, Loki, and Thor stand next to each other, and that shot in the film doesn't have Hulk there; he's somewhere else. But it's not. So um, don't believe what you see in the trailers, people. Mm, not everything, anyway. No. <laughs> uh, um, I thought that they could do without the first twenty minutes of the film. Okay, so that's why I thought he's the first got captured and he's explaining how he got there. Or uh, yeah, no, not that. Right. I think everything with Anthony Hopkins and character Odin and everything with Doctor Strange. Okay, it feels like what it felt to me was they are trying to tie up all the loose plot ends from yeah. all the previous films as quickly as possible. So that they can move on with the current film. Yeah. So, so the Doctor Strange died. I mean, was that just so that they could get them back to Asgard, or was that? 
No, it, uh, it's to they met Doctor Strange so that, to find Odin, right? Oh yes, they did. You're yeah, right. so it was so tacked on. It felt so weird to have him there, and I felt like the only reason it was there was because oh, we forgot we forgot that we had to <laughs> do something about <laughs> this because they met each other in Doctor Strange. Oh, oh, we need to put that in. Yeah, you you know what I mean? It felt all you're just trying to tie everything up. Like at the end of Thor two, Loki took control of Asgard, and yes. you think it's some some big deal is going to be a massive. You know what? I, you know what's going to do to Asgard, but it just got wrapped up so neatly within like a couple of minutes, and that was it. It's just tying up all the nonsense. I, I kind of agree. I certainly I felt the Doctor Strange bit felt a bit tacked on, and just kind of look, we're gonna, we've got Ben to come back here. Um, and that did. I don't even. Pl- it's weird when they were finding his address. I can't remember what the address was, but they had it on a sheet, and it, and it's something a like I don't know two three eight a. Something or um, which felt a bit like a, a copying two to one B, and I feel they they played some music which sounded very much like a bit of Sherlock Holmes music. I did wonder whether they were sneakily referencing that. Um, I kind of agree, but when they when they go to Asgard and you've got Loki pretending to be Odin watching a play that's showing the events of Thor two, I thought that was pretty funny. I was, with did did you spot all the cameos? Uh like. Which ones? So uh, Sam Neill was playing uh, Odin. Um, oh, really? Yeah. So he was. In fact, he's in Hunt for the Wood of People. Uh, nice. Matt Damon was playing Loki. <laughs> really? Wow. Which I looked. I, I was looking and thinking, is that Matt Damon? That looks like Matt Damon. Can that be? Can that be Matt Damon? <laughs> um, and the one I didn't recognise, I had to look up afterwards. The guy playing Thor. Yeah. So basically, there's a kind of a, just a, a drama that he's watching. Is played by Luke Hemsworth. No, which is some, some good casting. No, this is brilliant. So, whilst I kind of agree that it was a bit odd, I think it's worth it just for that. That was, <laughs> that was, that was fun. So there you uh, go. I thought- Matt Damon's appearance in the MCU is as as a random Asgard guy playing Loki. <laughs> That that is hilarious, though. I, I need to I need to watch it again just to see that <laughs> yeah. the part. Well, I've got to say. I mean, Anthony Hopkins clearly having fun, but he was so clearly not Odin the way he was playing it. It's like, surely this is not fooling anyone. This is definitely <sighs> Loki. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I, I was watching a thing. So we, as you say, Zachary Levi turns up briefly uh-huh. and is immediately killed. Yes. Um, as is the guy who looks a bit like Gimli, whose name is Ghostman. Yes. Um, which I thought was a good way of showing how powerful Hela is, actually. Yes. To say, right, here's some characters that, fair enough, you don't, they're not kind of well-loved characters, but they are. They've been in but the previous two films. They're fairly, yeah. fairly key. Gone, and apparently Lady Sif dies as well. But I didn't. I don't remember seeing that. No, that wasn't shown on screen. Okay. So, um, yeah, uh, this. I mean, I guess Zachary Levi wasn't going to turn up again anyway if he's got this other gig. But, uh, but that was, and and yeah, those characters never really felt that fleshed out in the previous films. But they were definitely, definitely there. Well, and. And when Heimdall wasn't there, yes. you kind of know he was going to show up in the end. Yeah, so so Heimdall, as you say, he he's not. He's usually looking after the Rainbow Bridge, and he wasn't. He was off, kind of gathering refugees or something, which again felt a little bit pointless. But it was. It just always had a bit of a rum deal, I think, in that he's appeared in quite a lot of these films. Like he was in he had a cameo in uh, in Age of Ultron, but he's not really done anything. Yeah, <laughs> that's the problem, though. If you're not a main character. Yeah, you're, you're you're the guardian of the bridge, and that's it. I've heard you him know. say that he doesn't really enjoy doing these films. Um, which is wow, you signed the dotted line, haven't you? Yeah, I imagine I imagine they're paying him pretty well. Um, yeah, so um, so what, what do you think to the Hulk? So he's 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 got a lot more uh, verbose. 
He built a build since the it's not just Hulk smash. So apparently it's because he's been Hulk for two two years, therefore he's got the vocabulary of a two year old, is the idea. Uh Although, well so the whole storyline of being stuck on the planet is very similar to a comic book plotline called World War Hulk. Yes. It's very similar no, to that. Wait, so, no, it's not. It's similar no. to, uh, isn't it? Uh, oh, it's not World War Hulk. Isn't it the other Hulk? Uh, Planet Hulk. Yeah, Planet Hulk, yeah. Pre, pri- yeah prior to World War Hulk. Oh, right, that. okay. Yeah, World Hulk is after Planet Hulk. So, in Planet Hulk, what happened was that, uh, comic book law, um, all the smartest people, smartest superheroes in on Earth, so I think uh, Professor X, Mr. Fantastic, Iron Man, etc., yeah. decided that the Hulk was too dangerous to remain on Earth. Sensible. So they fired him in a rocket and sent him to space and hope he survives. I bet he loved that. Yeah. Um, so he arrived on this planet called Sakaar. Okay. And at the beginning of it, um, he was caught and sent to compete as a gladiator. Um, which was where this... Yeah. So I think... Get his inspirations from. So I think a lot of people watching the trailers thought that this was going to be a lot more Planet Hulk than it was. Because yes. we didn't have too much going on. Uh, because it's a good series. Uh, one of the... Two other characters from Planet Hulk uh, were introduced as well. Okay. The two other gladiators, Meek and Korg. Yeah. Were in Planet Hulk as well. So, is it Korg, did you say? Korg. Oh, I can't remember what he's saying. He's played by Something the director, like. actually. Yeah, I thought... So, I, I said, I like Taika Titi. I think he did an amazing cameo in Hunt for the World of People where he plays um, the priest at, at the funeral. It's absolutely hilarious. I just felt this one was over over long. I think they played it too much, uh, personally. So it was, I think it's again found him very funny, but just felt the context wasn't right, personally. Mm. I don't know what you thought. But. Yeah, yeah, I, I do agree. Um, and he's very complete. He's completely different from what he was in the comics as well. Yeah, and I think that's kind of because the initial joke is basically, oh, it's this really tough looking guy, but he's got this fairly high voice, and he's got a New Zealand accent, which is inherently hilarious. The, the mm. New Zealand accent. Also, he's on the ship at the end. I don't know whether... He, surely he's not going to be in Infinity War. Um, well, I, I know at the beginning of the Infinity War trailer, you can see Hulk floating alone, right? So Thor. Oh, uh, Thor floating alone. Yeah. So there you go, right? Yes, Probably maybe that's, something maybe happened. Um, but, so the whole, the whole big finale of... Uh, of What's his name? Cersei, is it? No, that's not right. The big... Horned demon thing destroying Asgard. Yes, the red demon thing. What do you think about that? Well, it's kind of a what's I can't pronounce it, but do do's ex Mishima or something like that. Oh yes. Well, any any Latin any Latin scholars? um, Deus ex machina, maybe. Yes, Deus ex machina. That's the word. Something like that. Um, It felt like a cop out. It it kind of I kind of liked it in that it was something different. I see what you mean about me. It, it's a bit of a cop out, although they had laid the, the seeds for it. They kind of, t- it wasn't just completely out of nowhere. They said, This is what this guy does. This is what it's all about. Yeah. Uh, he will destroy Asgard if you let him, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and it was, it was nice that it wasn't just kind of heroes battling against a villain uh, in a big thing and they finally get the advantage and destroy her. It was kind That's of. That's true. So it, that was, although the whole bit of where the Hulk goes and attacks it and then it <laughs> immediately stops attacking it, that felt like. It felt like it was a bit just to be in the trailer, to be honest. Um, <laughs> Possibly, yeah. Yeah, but in World of Hulk anyway, the Hulk uh, has a lot of control of his emotions. and Well, he could speak as well, very fluently. Okay. 
So I can see where he comes from. Yeah, he's, and it's it, I guess you need to do that eventually because what else you what else have you got to do? You can't just have him smashing things and doing nothing else unless he's Bruce Banner most of the time, which is what they've done mm. before. And this was much more Hulk than Banner. Uh, yeah, I think it was it was fine. Again, they 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 played that well. He was almost maybe he wasn't scary enough in that. <laughs> Because he was playing as a tear, obviously he was. He was almost having tantrums and things, and getting grumpy and stuff. And I think, well, I'm not sure. It's, it's yeah. The Thor's not supposed to be grumpy. He's supposed to be angry. It's a bit. It's very angry all the time. Yeah, he's not just supposed to be getting a bit annoyed. But um, he was not. And he had this kind of quite sweet relationship with with Valkyrie, where they seemed to get on well. Mm. So I'm not sure if that's really what the Hulk's all about, but it was all right. Um, yeah. Wow. <laughs> they had to do something with him. Yeah. In fact, Mark Ruffley has been saying in interviews because they they can't do a solo Hulk film because Universal have the rights and they won't negotiate with them or something. So apparently, a while back, they they said to Mark Ruffley, what do you want to do? If if we could do a solo film, what would you want to do with it? And they they kind of talked it out and Mark Ruffley had some ideas. And they said, okay, well, that's what we'll do. We'll just do it as subplots in the next three. So Thor, Infinity War and Infinity War 2, whatever it's going to be called. Okay. So apparently, that, that, yeah, this is the first third of that. So I think that's quite interesting, and good to see that he will have kind of a, a decent character arc in those films. It's, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Yeah, and I think Mark Ruffalo is, is a great custodian of that character as well. He really seems to get what's going on with with Banner and with with Hulk. To think he was booed at the beginning. Yeah. He was announced as Hulk. Yeah. No, he's, oh, he's such a great actor. Um, the speaking of the trailers, which were, I thought the trailers gave way too much. Um, there's a, uh, I, I, yeah, and I didn't even watch the last couple of trailers so this, this is uh, all, I guess the, the whole kind of um, fighting Keller in Asgard happened a lot later in the film than I thought it was going to based on how much it was in the trailers hmm. so uh, they still have maybe, I, I don't know it's, I guess that's a separate company makes those things but uh, maybe you should just watch stop watching trailers well I think for, for, what I usually do now is watch the, the watch the teaser watch the first trailer maybe watch the second one and then just don't watch anything else Mm. Um, which usually is alright so like for Spider-Man it didn't give too much away um, for Star Wars it doesn't but for this one even that had far too much in it I thought what, what I found odd about this film in particular um, I didn't hear much fanfare about this or marketing about this film before it came out you know I saw, like, I saw absolute loads really like usually like Marvel will release the comments and critics two weeks in advance okay before the film but this time they didn't did they they, they oh, right. held uh, what's the word for embargo uh, they did yeah on the reviews and I was quite surprised because usually when they do that it seems to imply that the film was going to be poor but it wasn't like the reviews yeah, weren't it's, it's usually so was, it's usually poor sometimes it's because there's big spoilers like Star Wars they do the same thing because they don't want the, the story to be out there so maybe maybe it's a Disney thing I don't know maybe. yeah but because like I know they did it for Age of Ultron because each of Ultron didn't have the best reviews. Yeah. So they released it the day before the film was out. Okay. So I remember that very clearly because uh, I was, you know, going through you know, all the reviews to see whether I could get any info before that. Okay. And there wasn't any. But I was surprised that they did the same for Thor 3, which made me hmm. question why. Interesting. Okay. Because, yeah, see, I mean, there's lots of marketing around it, but I guess not, maybe not so much review stuff. Um. What else we got here? Oh, I did like this just an amusing reference where, where Hella's going through all the stuff in Asgard and just comes across the Infinity Gauntlet. It's like, oh, it's a fake. It just throws it away. Which is quite a funny in-joke because uh, in the background... She does it. Well, in the background of one of the shots in Thor, you see the Infinity Gauntlet and that's before Thanos was announced or anything. 
So there's been all kinds of fan theories and stuff. So I thought it was quite funny just to pick it up and throw it away. Just to... in fact, I think there are quite a few places where this film showed, like, kind of was was rewarding for people who've watched a lot of them. So I know I said that maybe long-term Marvel fans will be annoyed, but things like referencing the the lullaby for the Hulk that came from Major Ultron, or, or referencing the bit about Loki being hit into the ground that happened in First <laughs> Avengers. First Avengers, yeah. I think it's nice that they are kind of calling back to those, uh, even in a film like this, which feels quite different. Oh, fair play yeah, to well, yeah, I agree with that. So, post-credit scenes. Did you stick, uh, did you stick I, around? I, I'm going to say right now, right, that I'm not going to stick around for the next few okay. post-credit <laughs> scenes anymore. Okay. I'll stick around for the first one. Yeah. But anything after that is, frankly, a waste of my time. <laughs> well, <laughs> Ever since Spider-Man Homecoming and this one as well. I can't remember what was in the Spider-Man. So, the Spider-Man Homecoming had Michael Keaton talking to Scorpion. Did they have another one after that? Yeah, oh. uh, they had Captain America. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanking everyone for their patience. Yeah, you might as well just wait a while and watch on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, I, it's, it's not worth it for me. So the first post-credit scene in this is that they're on their spaceship flying to Earth. Were they going back to Earth? I can't remember now. Uh, I think that was the plan, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then they run into one of Thanos' spaceships. Uh, I imagine I think so uh, yeah so I, I saw that I looked it up and it has been confirmed that it is one of Thanos' spaceships yeah so I guess that's that's the lead in because Infinity War is the so we're getting Black Panther next but is it I can, yes I, but it's Infinity War after that isn't it so we haven't got long mm. to to go um, I'm looking forward to it though I think it's mm. about time there's too much run up they've to been it, building really. up to Thanos a lot and yes as you say the second one was just Jeff Goldblum wandering around which we rated half an hour for where it was so uh, <sighs> never again never again Colin I was I was late for for something just to watch that <laughs> oh like, my god so like, I'm gonna be I'm sorry I'm a bit late I didn't tell them why but if they listen to this they'll find out that's why it was uh, as much as I like Jeff Goldblum yeah, it's not worth it he, well, he didn't add anything I liked the Jeff Goldblum holograms that's what I was gonna say they were very good um this a bit of piece of news which may or may not be true but is rumoured um which fits in with the this segment uh, is that apparently Liv Tyler might be coming back. I'd be very yeah. surprised to be honest, but there's been rumour that she might. Uh, so she played really? Be- Betty Ross, uh, really? the Hulk's original love interest. I mean, they brought back Thunderbolt Ross, didn't they, from that film? So if they think, yeah. Um, I can't see it happening really, but there you go. That's that's been rumoured. Well, in the comics, she turns into one of the She-Hulks anyway. No, does she really? I didn't know. That. Yeah, she turns into a red She-Hulk. But there's so much going on in, in Infinity War. Surely they're not going to bring in Betty Ross. Uh, uh, I'll be surprised if they can manage to get anyone more than five minutes of screen time. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Well, there you go. Uh, maybe not quite the, the cl- instant classic we were hoping for, but, uh, but still good. Still, yeah, solid Marvel. I'd say, yeah. It's good, it's good to see them do different things. Exactly. And yeah, as I say, we've got still got new characters. We've obviously got Captain Marvel coming out at some point. We've got Black Panther. So yeah, I'd rather see them do something different with a new character than changing the existing one. So it'd be nice if they do it one of those. Cool. Um, there you go. Uh, we move on to our next segment, Actor Factor, where we talk about the films of particular actor. This time it uh, is. Are you sure you don't want to move on, though, Colin? We are at. One hour. Okay, we skipped this segment. Um, sorry, Julia Roberts. We'll see you next time. Uh, and we go to our quiz on The Princess Bride. Good thinking. Uh, you, Zijan, have pulled into an 8-7 lead for the year. Yes! After an astonishing run of victories. 
uh, and you've selected Princess Bride this time. In passing, I will say again that Stardust is better. Uh, and do you want to hit me with your first question? I have not seen Princess Bride before. Have you seen it? You haven't seen it at all? No. Okay, I have seen it once quite a long time ago. Okay, so... Let's see how question, this goes. Question one is, yes. who wrote both the screenplay of The Princess Bride as well as the book that it's based on? William Goldman. Correct. Now look. Is that question one? Uh, no, but I've done some research this time. <laughs> I got scared by all these defeats. Um, <laughs> question one for you. Who played the impressive clergyman? What? You're making it so difficult now. What's this? This might be a more difficult one than you're used to. I'll be honest. What's this? Who's the impressive clergyman? Is that an impressive clergyman? What else does he do? His, his, his character name is the impressive clergyman. Is that it? I mean, how many character names do you want him to have? I don't know. I've not seen the <laughs> film before. Is it Billy Crystal? Good guess, but no, it's Peter Cook. <sighs> He's a very famous British actor. Question two. Yes. In which fictional country is the film set in? Oh, I looked that up. Oh. Oh. No, I know this. I do know this, and I'm not going to get it. And the time is ticking away. I'm going, to, I'm going to have to say Gilda, which is not right. No, it's Florin. Florin. I almost put that question in as well. Mm-hmm. Um, question two. The Cliffs of Insanity are actually the Cliffs of Moa, spelt M-O-H-E-R. In which country are they? What? <laughs> What's this? <laughs> what are these, man? <laughs> this, is, this is all legitimate questioning. No, they're not. <laughs> this is all on the Wikipedia page. Uh, I guess Ireland. You guessed correctly. Hey! <laughs> Good work. Thank you. Okay, question three. You can finish the famous quote from The Princess Bride. Okay. Hello, my name is Indigo Montoya. After, um, you killed my father, prepare to die. Yay! That is a famous quote. I'm not quite sure why it's a famous quote. Um, Storybook Love was nominated for the Best Original Song Oscar for 1987, but lost to which song? Oh, jeez. The making is so difficult now. 1987. Well, I guess what question four is about anyway, which right. is an easier one. Okay. Uh, no idea. It's probably a James Bond film. You're going to guess or you know? No, I don't know. It's I've Had the Time of My Life from Dirty Dancing. Ah, good song though. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't tell you how storybook love goes, so I think it was... I think Dirty Dancing deserved the victory there. Yeah. Well, the question for The Princess Bride was nominated for which Academy Award? Uh, best Original Song. Only one as well. Yeah. Yeah. I hear it lost though. I've had the time of my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, which means you need this one to stay in the game. Yes. Uh, question four. How does Wesley kill Vizzini? Spoilers for The Princess Bride. Is this by Poison? Uh, I'll give you that. He tricks him into drinking poison. Yep. Yes. Yep. Yay! Uh, well, question five for you is... Okay. Which late WWF professional wrestler played the role of Fesnick? Uh, that was Andre the Giant. Hooray! Question five. I feel, I feel bad now about my question five, which may not be that easy. Um, which former US president has allegedly seen the film over 200 times? What? It's all on the Wikipedia. It's all on the Wikipedia. Actually, this one isn't on the Wikipedia page. I got this one. No, it's not. <laughs> you made this up. But I was just thinking, how many how many US presidents were have been around been since nineteen eighty seven? 
So what's the question again? Which, which for, former, former US president has allegedly seen the film over 200 times? Apparently, yeah. Like, he, that doesn't give anything away because there's never been a female one. He, he apparently said this to Carrie Elwes. So. Former US president? Yes. Uh, Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton is correct. Uh, so after a hard-fought and uh, quiz, I win 4-3. It was close, <sighs> but I'm back. By no dice. I'm back level for the year. Oh, well, well, wait till the next one, Colin. <laughs> now I know what kind of level you're playing at. I was being so nice as well. You were very nice. I'd l- I mean, much nicer than... I've the- always been nice. Whoa! i got to say, your questions from the last couple of weeks, pretty damn tough. Um... Anyway, we um, so actor fact. The next time we'll do Julia Roberts because we we skipped her this time. Uh, the quiz next time is going to be on Harry Potter films five to eight. Cause it's about this could be great. Though. Almost a year since did wonderful. Yes, love Harry Potter. And so, Zijan, what is our main topic next time? Justice League. Not not Paddington two then. By Joss Whedon. So so it's not Paddington two. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah, Paddington two. Paddington two meets the Justice. Not League. by Joss Whedon. Not by Joss Whedon. Uh, Well, whichever one of those it is, I look forward to talking about it. See you then. Bye.